The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. I hope you had a good rest. It's time to pray. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, September 1st, 2022. Thursday of the 22nd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2, and Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is St. Giles, born about 650. He was an Athenian of noble birth. He left his home and sailed for France, seeking solitude. At first, he took up his abode in a wilderness near the mouth of the Rhone River, afterward near the River Guard, and finally in the Diocese of Nîmes. He spent many years in solitude, conversing only with God. He was highly esteemed by the French king, but he couldn't be prevailed upon to forsake his solitude. But he did admit several disciples and founded a monastery. In succeeding ages, it embraced the rule of St. Benedict. St. Giles died about the year 724. St. Giles, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day, according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that the death penalty which attacks the dignity of the human person may be legally abolished in every country. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Today, we read in the Gospel for our daily Mass this beautiful account from our friend St. Luke of the call of the first disciples, namely Peter and Andrew and James and John. And Luke's account of the call of these apostles is so detailed and beautiful and can be, for us, really a model of our own call to continuing conversion, and following our Lord Jesus. Jesus is, as you call us, uh, along the same structures of the way that you called, particularly here, St. Peter. We hear that first Jesus was uh, teaching, standing by the lake and teaching the crowds, and he wanted to get into one of the boats to make it a little easier to have to have a bit of breathing room. Sometimes crowds can, can crowd in, and you need a little bit of space so that you can project your voice and, and talk to the big, big group. And so he wanted to just get into one of the boats and be able to teach the crowd from there. And so he saw uh, Peter and his brother Andrew there, and he gets into their boat. 
and he starts teaching from the boat. And you get a sense as we consider this scene, as we imagine and place ourselves in it as, as one more character among the scene, that Jesus is, is there in the boat and he's teaching, probably saying something, Lord, is, is you always say something profound and uh, teaching the crowd and they're, they're hanging on your every word. And maybe Peter is there washing his nets. He has work to do. This guy has been fishing all night long. It's, so it's probably early in the day and he's been working all night and he just, he just wants to, to wash his nets and get home. But you know what? If he wants to talk in my boat while I'm here doing my work, we could, we can coexist. I'm not really part of what's going on, but I'm going to coexist with Jesus. I'm going to get done what I need to get done and we can, um, he could do what he wants to do. And Jesus, maybe, maybe we're like that sometimes that our life of faith right now, and if, if we want to be honest about it, is a type of coexistence that you're doing your thing and we're doing our thing and we're not really bumping into each other, but there's not a lot of interaction. <laughs> there's not this deep story of love. And, you know, maybe we're even a little interested in what Jesus is saying as he's teaching, as we coexist. We're a little a little interested, but we're not going to go out of our way. We're not going to let it knock us off our our course, of, off our path. Again, we have we have work to do. Peter had work to do, and so did Andrew. They had to be washing their nets after after fishing all night long. So they're maybe a little interested, but it's not going to change anything about them until at a certain point, Jesus, you stop everything. And now you issue the command to Peter, sitting there, to put out into the deep, to, to get involved, to become committed, that now it's not a matter of just being interested in coexisting, but being committed. That now he has to be part of the story, that he actually has to do something. And the something that he has to do, again, picturing the details of the scene, they just washed all their nets. They've been working all night long and they finally got everything cleaned up. And now he wants them to put out into the deep and and use those same nets that they just cleaned, dirty them again, and, and go back to work. They have to commit. And that may be at some point in our life, Jesus, you ask us to commit as well, that we're not merely just going to coexist with you, but that you want us to be committed, that we have to go from just being interested to being committed. I heard a homily one time with a priest explaining exactly the difference between what it means to be interested versus being committed. And he said it this way, very shortly, in a bacon and eggs breakfast, the chicken is interested, but the pig is committed. And that we need to be committed. That it's not just something we're doing on the side. Our religion isn't just something we're doing on the side. But that we're deeply committed. We're willing to give everything. And so Jesus invites us to, to go deeper, to, to take this leap, to follow him. And even Peter uh, is argues with him a little bit, right? We, we just worked all night and we, we didn't catch anything at all. We're tired. We just washed all these nets. We just want to go home. We didn't, we didn't catch anything. Now, I think this is, too, a beautiful detail of this story because the apostles were not these great fishermen. They, they didn't catch anything. They had not really had a lot of past success, but maybe a lot of failure. And so if you're going to pick somebody 
who's going to be the rock on which you found your church, Jesus, you end up picking Peter, who was a very bad fisherman. In fact, in the Gospels, unless Jesus tells Peter exactly where to put the nets, he never catches anything at all. But that's, that's who Jesus chooses because he loves him, because he loves Peter. He loves Andrew and James and John. And Jesus, you love us. And if we think, oh, I'm not good enough to be an apostle. I'm not good enough to, to cast out into the deep. I'm not good enough to, to really be committed to the Catholic faith, to become an apostle. Well, Jesus is the one who lifts us up. He's the one who makes us fruitful, who makes us successful, so that we can catch many fish. Uh, speaking of apostle, that we can bring many people to our Lord. Peter makes this act of faith, master. Um, at your word, we will let down the nets. If you, if you say to do it, Jesus, we'll do it. And so they go out, tired, using those same nets that they just cleaned, that they're going to have to clean again. And they let down the nets out in the deep, and they caught a large number of fish, a huge amount of fish, so much so that their boat was sinking. Now, I, I've never really been in a fishing boat. I don't fish I don't like even fishing, sitting on the shore with a, with a fishing rod. But fishing boats are made to hold fish. And so if they caught so many fish that the boat was almost sinking, that is a ridiculous amount of fish. And that's what, Jesus, when we, when we follow you and we're willing to trust you, and we're willing to allow you to invite us deeper to become really committed, that the fruit that can be born of that is ridiculous. And it's because you're the one that bears it. You're the one that ultimately gives fruitfulness to all of our apostolic undertakings. Maybe if in the past I haven't really caught anything, it's because I've been the one doing the fishing. I've been the one trying to do it just with my own skills, my own talent, my own intelligence. And Jesus, you want me to hand everything over to you. You want to be the one. I trust you. You'll bear the fruit. You'll, you'll make the fish appear. You'll win them. As we heard about your friend, St. Bartholomew Nathaniel, it took exactly two sentences for you to bring him to you and have him confess that you're the son of God. Jesus, you are the one who is apostolically effective. And you ask us to just trust you. But to do that, we have to be willing to take that step. We have to go from being just merely interested to being committed. This happened in a special way with a young lady who we can pray through her intercession, Blessed Guadalupe Ortiz de Landazuri, who one day, as a young chemistry student in Madrid, was sitting in Mass, and she at that point in her life of faith, she was pious, she would go to, go to Mass, but even as she describes it, she was kind of bored, and in fact, in, in this one particular Mass in Madrid, she was just sitting there zoning out during during the homily and the announcements that they would make during the homily about stuff going on in the parish and just imagining what what she would look like in her wedding dress getting married in that church. And she was just merely interested. But in that moment, there was a grace that happened in her life. Jesus, you, you called this Guadalupe and invited her to, to follow you deeper, to, to cast out into the deep. And now, blessed Guadalupe Ortiz de Landazuri was just beatified a few years ago the first laywoman in Opus Dei uh, to be beatified because she, she followed you. She cast out into the deep and was willing to follow you, Jesus, on this adventure of trust and of love. And she herself bore tremendous fruit in her works of apostolate in Spain 
and then later bringing Opestei uh, to Mexico. And so, Jesus, this is your invitation to us, to be not just interested, but to be committed and to follow you casting out into the deep. We ask our mother, our lady, to, to pray for us as she was supremely committed to you and to your will so she can teach us to do the same. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. Ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for the first day of September, Thursday, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy.
you are our Savior. We will praise you forever. Lord, Lord we you are, are our Savior. Savior. We, we will, will praise you forever. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes. In your name, we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. Lord, we are our Savior. We will praise you forever. Spare us, O Lord. Do not bring your own people into contempt. Spare us, O Lord. Do Do not bring your own people into contempt. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing, and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations, you make us a byword, among the peoples a thing of derision. All day long my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Spare us, O Lord. Do Do not bring your own people into contempt. Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for you are merciful. Rise Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for for you you are merciful. This befell us that we had not forgotten you, that we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows, and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God, or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out, he who knows the secrets of the heart? It is for you, 
we face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord, why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it, it was, was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is, is now. now. And, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, rise up and come to our aid. With your strong arm, lead us to freedom, as you mightily delivered our forefathers. Since you are the King who knows the secrets of our hearts, fill them with the light of truth. Rise, rise up, O Lord, and save, and save us, for you, you are merciful. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. From the book of the prophet Jeremiah. This is the contents of the letter which the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the remaining elders among the exiles, to the priests, the prophets, and all the people who were exiled by Nebuchadnezzar from Jerusalem to Babylon. This was after... King Jeconiah, and the queen mother, the courtiers, the princes of Judah and Jerusalem, the artisans and the skilled workmen had left Jerusalem. Delivered in Babylon by Elasa, son of Shaphan, and by Gemariah, son of Hilkiah, whom Zedekiah, king of Judah, sent to the king of Babylon. The letter read, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I exiled from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses to dwell in, plant gardens, and eat their fruits. Take wives and beget sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters husbands, so that they may bear sons and daughters. There you must increase in number, not decrease. Promote the welfare of the city to which I have exiled you, Pray for it to the Lord, for upon its welfare depends your own. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Do not let yourselves be deceived by the prophets and diviners who are among you. Do not listen to those among you who dream dreams, for they prophesy lies to you in my name. I did not send them, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord, only after seventy years have elapsed for Babylon will I visit you and fulfill for you my promise to bring you back to this place. For I know well the plans I have in mind for you, says the Lord. Plans for your welfare, not for woe. Plans to give you a future full of hope. When you call me, when you go to pray to me, I will listen to you. When you look for me, you will find me. Yes, when you seek me with all your heart, you will find me with you, 
says the Lord, and I will change your lot. I will gather you together from all the nations and all the places to which I have banished you, says the Lord, and bring you back to the place from which I have exiled you. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to to God. God. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Seek the Lord and and his strength. Seek his presence always. Consider this. Has anyone ever trusted in the Lord and been put to shame? Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence always. A reading from the beginning of a sermon on the Beatitudes by St. Leo the Great, Pope. Dearly beloved, when our Lord Jesus Christ was preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing various illnesses throughout the whole of Galilee, the fame of his mighty works spread into all Syria and great crowds from all parts of Judea flocked to the heavenly physician. Because human ignorance is slow to believe what it does not see, and equally slow to hope for what it does not know, those who were to be instructed in the divine teaching had first to be aroused by bodily benefits and visible miracles, so that once they had experienced his gracious power, they would no longer doubt the wholesome effect of his doctrine. In order, therefore, to transform outward healings into inward remedies and to cure men's souls now that he had healed their bodies, our Lord separated himself from the surrounding crowds, climbed to the solitude of a neighboring mountain, and called the disciples to himself. From the height of this mystical sight, he then instructed them in the most lofty doctrines, suggesting both by the very nature of the place and by what he was doing, that it was he who long ago had honored Moses by speaking to him. Then his words evidenced a terrifying justice, but now they reveal a sacred compassion in order to fulfill what was promised in the words of the prophet Jeremiah. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I shall establish a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. After those days, says the Lord, I shall put my laws within them, and write them on their hearts. And so it was that he who had spoken to Moses spoke also to the apostles, writing in the hearts of his disciples, the swift hand of the word composed the ordinances of the new covenant. And this was not done as formerly, in the midst of dense clouds, amid terrifying sounds and lightning, so that the people were frightened away from approaching the mountain. Instead, there was a tranquil discourse which clearly reached the ears of all who stood nearby, so that the harshness of the law might be softened by the gentleness of grace, and the spirit of adoption might dispel the terror of slavery. Concerning the content of Christ's teaching, his own sacred words bear witness that whoever longs to attain eternal blessedness can now recognize the steps that lead to that high happiness. Blessed, he says, are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. It might have been unclear to which poor he was referring, if after the words blessed are the poor, he had not added anything but the kind of poor he had in mind. For then the poverty that many suffer because of grave and harsh necessity might seem sufficient to merit the kingdom of heaven. But when he says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, 
He shows that the kingdom of heaven is to be given to those who are distinguished by their humility of soul rather than by their lack of worldly goods. Listen, my people, to my teaching. Pay attention to what I am saying. I will speak to you in a parable. I will unfold for you the mysteries of ages past. Pay attention attention to to what what I am saying. Almighty God, every good thing comes from you. Fill our hearts with love for you. Increase our faith and by your constant care protect the good you you have given us. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 25 minutes before the hour, and we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, September 1st, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible. The Lord helps Peter to make a good catch. It's from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. While the people pressed upon Jesus to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had ceased speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Master, we toiled all night and took nothing. But at your word, I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great shoal of fish. As their nets were breaking, they beckoned to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees. Depart from me. For I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him, at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. Henceforth you will be catching men. And when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, the virtue of obedience often gets a pretty bad rap. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. But let's take a little bit of a closer look. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. Peter put out onto the lake with Jesus in his boat and quickly discovered that the nets were filling with fish, so many in fact that they were in danger of breaking. They beckoned to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. 
there was fish for everybody. Obedience is always rewarded bountifully by God. This passage of the gospel is full of lessons for us. At night, in Christ's absence, their work had been in vain. The same occurs to those people who try to promote apostolic works without counting on God. If they insist on being guided by their own experience and by mere human factors, they end up in the greatest darkness. You insist on trying to walk on your own, doing your own will, guided solely by your own judgment, and you can see for yourself that the fruit of this is fruitlessness. My child, if you don't give up your own judgment, if you are proud, if you devote yourself to your apostolate, you will work all right. Your whole life will be one long night, and at the end of it all, the dawn will find you with your nets empty. Peter showed his humility by listening to someone who wasn't a fisherman and so could be supposed to know nothing about the work in which he, Simon, had acquired so much experience and so much knowledge. Yet he trusts our Lord. He has more confidence in Jesus' word than in his own years of toil. In this, we can also see that our Lord had already won him over and that very little more was needed to get him to leave everything for Jesus' sake. Peter's trusting response to Jesus' words were the final touches in his initiation. By eliciting from him this act of obedience and total confidence, our Lord had prepared the ground for his vocation. Above and beyond any consideration of convenience or efficiency, the principal reason why obedience is so essential for the disciple of Christ is that it forms part of the mystery of redemption. Christ revealed to us his mystery. By his obedience, he brought about our redemption. And so anyone who wishes to follow the master's footsteps cannot place any limits to his obedience. Jesus taught us to obey in easy things and in heroic things, because he obeyed in things which were very weighty and difficult unto death on the cross. Obedience causes us to want to identify our will in everything with the will of God. This will is manifested through our parents, our superiors, and the normal duties of family, social, and professional life. In a special way, God's will for our soul is revealed to us in spiritual direction. God expects of us, therefore, an upright conduct, which is characterized at every moment by the refined and cheerful manner in which we are subject for his sake to all forms of lawful authority, and in the first place to the Roman pontiff and the church's magisterium. If we stay with Christ, he always fills our nets. In his presence, even what appears to be fruitless and pointless becomes effective and fruitful. Obedience makes our actions and sufferings meritorious in such a way that no matter how pointless they may seem, they in fact can be extremely fruitful. One of the wonderful things our Lord has done is to have made the most useless things, like pain, meaningful. By his obedience and his love, he has made it glorious. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Sixteen minutes before the hour, we pray now with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ our light, we ask your blessing. Touch our lives with love, we pray. May your Holy Spirit guide us, leading us to you this Stir up your mighty power, Lord, come to our aid. Stir up your mighty power, Lord, come to our aid. O Shepherd of Israel, hear us. You who lead Joseph's flock, shine forth from your cherubim throne upon Ephraim, Benjamin, Manasseh. O Lord, rouse up your might. O Lord, come to our help. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us, and we shall be saved. Lord God of hosts, how long will you frown on your people's plea? You have fed them with tears for their bread, an abundance of tears for their drink. You have made us the taunt of our neighbors. Our enemies laugh us to scorn. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us, and we shall be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. To plant it, you drove out the nations. Before it, you cleared the ground. It took root and spread through the land. The mountains were covered with its shadow, the cedars of God with its boughs. It stretched out its branches to the sea, to the great river, It stretched out its shoots. Then why have you broken down its walls? It is plucked by all who pass by. It is ravaged by the boar of the forest, devoured by the beasts of the field. God of hosts, turn again, we implore. Look down from heaven and see. Visit this vine and protect it, the vine your right hand has planted. Men have burnt it with fire and destroyed it. May they perish at the frown of your face. May your hand be on the man you have chosen, the man you have given your strength, and we shall never forsake you again. 
give us life that we may call upon your name. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us and we shall be saved. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, Eternal Shepherd, you so tend the vineyard you planted that now it extends its branches even to the farthest coast. Look down on your church and come to us. Help us remain in your Son as branches on the vine that, planted firmly in your love, we may testify before the whole world to your great power working everywhere. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. I give you thanks, O Lord, though you have been angry with me. Your anger has abated, and you have consoled me. God indeed is my Savior. I am confident and unafraid. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and He has been my Savior. With joy you will draw water at the fountain of salvation and say on that day, Give thanks to the Lord, acclaim His name. Among the nations make known His deeds. Proclaim how exalted is His name. Sing praise to the Lord for his glorious achievement. Let this be known throughout all the earth. Shout with exultation, O city of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Shout in triumph to the God of Jacob. Raise a song and sound the timbrel, the sweet-sounding harp and the lute. Blow the trumpet at the new moon, when the moon is full on our feast. For this is Israel's law, a command of the God of Jacob. He imposed it as a rule on Joseph when he went out against the land of Egypt. A voice I did not know said to me, I freed your shoulder from the burden. Your hands were freed from the load. You called in distress and I saved you. I answered concealed in the storm cloud. At the waters of Mirabah I tested you. Listen, my people, to my warning. O Israel, if only you would heed. Let there be no foreign god among you, no worship of an alien god. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you from the land of Egypt. Open wide your mouth, and I will fill it. 
But my people did not heed my voice, and Israel would not obey. So I left them in their stubbornness of heart to follow their own designs. Oh, that my people would heed me, that Israel would walk in my ways. At once I would subdue their foes, turn my hand against their enemies. The Lord's enemies would cringe at their feet, and their subjection would last forever. But Israel I would feed with finest wheat and fill them with honey from the rock. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, open our mouths to proclaim your glory. Help us leave sin behind and to rejoice in professing your name. Ring Ring out out your your joy joy to God, God, our our strength. A reading from the letter to the Romans. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating or drinking, but of justice, peace, and the joy that is given by the Holy Spirit. Whoever serves Christ in this way pleases God and wins the esteem of men. Let us, then, make it our aim to work for peace and to strengthen one another. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. In the early hours of the morning, I think of you, O Lord. In the the early early hours hours of of the morning, morning, I I think think of you, O Lord. Always you are there to help me. I I think think of of you, O Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. In In the the early hours of the morning, I think think of you, O Lord. Give your people knowledge of salvation, Lord. And forgive us our sins. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Give your people knowledge of salvation, Lord, and forgive us our sins. 
Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Father, who protects his children and never spurns their prayers. Let us humbly implore him. Enlighten us, Lord. Enlighten us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for enlightening us through your Son. Fill us with his light throughout the day. Enlighten us, Lord. Let your wisdom lead us today, Lord. That we may walk in the newness of life. Enlighten us, Lord. May we bear hardships with courage for your namesake. And be generous in serving you. Enlighten us, Lord. Direct our thoughts, feelings, and actions this day. Help us to follow your providential guidance. Enlighten us, Lord. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, true light and source of all light, listen to our morning prayer, turn our thoughts to what is holy, and may we ever live in the light of your love. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's the race of the year, the year of 1879, that is, a race by rails from Chicago to Sacramento. It's an audio mystery for the whole family on the night train. Find out more and sign up at onthenighttrain.com. That's onthenighttrain.com from the Mary Beckers. Morning Air is up next. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. Go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.